Hello sports fans and welcome to this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up to chat about rugby league. My name is Adam and I still know very little about football, so I'm joined like always by a panel of armchair experts. Smokes. G'day fellas. What a great weekend it was. Last night was fantastic. Typical Queenslander response right there. The principal. Hello. Last weekend was fantastic. I can't remember what happened last night, so moving on. I'll remind you, don't worry. Typical Raiders fan, and joining us, <laughs> making his triumphant return, at the Phantom. Hello. But, uh, alright, we'll, we'll quickly talk about some of these games from Round 13, then we'll move on to the main main event, uh, set of origin, Game 1. Uh, so, let's get into it, boys. Titans-Cowboys. Anyone watch this one? Yep. It was f- boring. Yeah. Uh, like we were just discussing it before the re- we started recording, is that, I mean... The Cowboys under strength with all these origin players out, but they still won comfortably, which just sort of shows where the Titans are at more than anything, doesn't it? Yeah, they're, they're just nowhere. They're absolutely nowhere. Mm. I think it shows how how poorly some of the teams... This, this round in particular showed how poorly a bunch of teams are going, um, you know, with these the results that, they, you know, these teams at full strength couldn't get close to the teams with, you know, big chunks of players out, so... But yeah, it's pretty uninspiring uh, weekend, apart from the last one. All right. Well, we like I said, we'd have to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, the Panthers and the Bulldogs. You guys were saying after oh, yeah. there was a week for the Bulldogs to same, win. Same thing, really. Yeah, same thing as the previous game. I mean, Penrith had a lot of players out. The Dogs had it was their best chance to beat them. But again, like Penrith, they're winning by twelve points or something. They did it fairly comfortably. I think the Dogs got close at one point, but. They put some points on the board, but yeah, they were just outclassed by Panthers. Dogs started to look like they built up a bit of momentum early on in the first half, but as soon as they had a couple of points put on them, they just just died. The dog, the dogs just rely on trick shots. So like that try that Burton put on for um Adokar, first tackle, kick kick the ball downfield and he, he ran and scored. It's just show yeah. You know, they just they did a few of those in the Raiders game as well. It's, they rely on that sort of trick play, and it's not going to get them too far. I don't think. Mm. Yeah, true. And we, we can very quickly go over the Sea Eagles and the New Zealand Warriors because I don't the, know if anyone watched this that. This game really did show how shit the Warriors are. <laughs> it, 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 honestly, it did. It really did. They were just. They're nowhere. Wow. Yeah, they're not very good at all. They're, they're, they need to go home. I mean, as in, as in they've just been away from home for so long, they need to get home. Yeah, they need a bit of a reset, I think, just to get back to New Zealand and. Yep. New coach, figure it out, just get it sorted and start again. Yeah. Principal, your time to shine here. The Raiders and the Roosters. Well, echoing Phantom's previous thoughts, speaking of <laughs> teams, i.e. the Roosters, <laughs> um, you know what I said to the Phantom before this game? The Roosters are nothing without Tedesco. He's been keeping them in games. They've been pretty average all year, and he's been keeping them in games. And he wasn't there, and they just their attack was was pretty poor. So, and you know, Raiders are, they weren't perfect, but they um they were brave, they were en- <laughs> <laughs> they were energetic, and you know what? They just they were inspired by a master coach to uh, beat the odds of having their two best players oh, out of the team. Um, they all stepped up, and they were just way too good for the Roosters. Oh, Your thoughts, Phantom. I think the Roosters shit rather than the Raiders being good. <laughs> that's my assessment. I'm pretty sure that's what I just said. 
Manu was a beast. Like, he did, like, over 300 metres replacing Tedesco. I think our halves were... Our, like, fifth tackle options were just shit house. Like, they'd pass it to Kerry on the short side, and he'd go and run at the line. Like, kick the kick the ball. It just... I Yeah. I was incredibly frustrated watching it. I think that the Roosters are in... Like, I, I think we're going to drop out of the eight because we've got now um, the Storm this week. Then we've got Parramatta. Then we've got the Panthers. All three in a row. And then I think we play a couple of the lower teams. But it's... I don't know. I'm not as comfortable or optimistic as what I was at the start. We will still finish higher than the Raiders. And I will remind... We should put a bet on that. I think we should put a bet. Easy. What do you want to bet? You, you know, the Roosters got a hard run in, right? Raiders, Raiders uh, run to the uh, for the rest of the season actually is pretty easy. They they only play for the rest of the season two current top eight teams for the rest of the season. The rest are oh. all bottom eight. All right, what do you want to bet? Bottom, I don't know. Let's. Why don't we keep it simple? Why isn't it just a case of beer? Case of beer, done. Easy. All right. Well, it's been recorded for posterity, so that's yeah, good. I, I'm I'm witness to this bet. Uh, look, I I it was a pretty good game of footy. Just as a neutral observer, I mean, what was it? Six points in the end. The Raiders won by was it or? Actually, you know the the ref helped the Roosters out there with. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he was he was watching heaps, the yeah. NFL replays and he was sort of um going oh yeah that's fine and he just forgot what sport because that was about two meters forward that pass and they. We're both there on the spot and missed that one. But you know, it was you know what? I think they they realised that you know they didn't give Roosters that leg up with the charge down this time. Um, the trainer was on the field, so he um you know they they missed that opportunity to stop a try. My favourite moment of the match was actually the charge down try, <laughs> just because of the irony of it. The irony yeah. was like in the grand final, but probably the same thing would have happened if uh, a certain trainer wasn't on the field to make a classic. Uh, Save on the ball in that group. It wasn't a fing save. It <laughs> fell into it. It's only, it only fing jumped in the way of the ball. It was the first 45 seconds of the match. Why is the trainer on the field? No one needed exactly. a drink. No one was injured. He didn't need to be on there. You know why they weren't injured? Because the trainer was on yeah, the field. That's, that's why. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I thought it was a good game and, and the better team, the clearly better team, won the game. So um... I think the hospitable weather of Canberra really did not help the Roosters because I think they're just too tired. They just want to get back on the bus and go back home. We are. We always lose to Canberra in Canberra. Yeah. Too cold we down there. We always fucking lose down there. Too it's cold, too windy. You know what pissed me off about that charge down? It was fucking Horsborough. I fucking hate that guy. Why? Why do you hate him? Tell Tell us why you hate him. Because he's wearing a green jersey. That's why he hates him. I think it's, he's got red hair and he's wearing a green jersey. I reckon. There are two things that really irk me, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> the, I don't. It's just you know you. It's I just judge a book by its cover. There's something about the look of him that really annoys me. That was his best game though for the Raiders. He was he was on fire. That he did have a good game. I thought I thought um, Tarpany was very good as well. He always has a good game. Um, I actually think he's. Um, I think Tarpany's probably overtaken Papali as their number one prop. Tarpany's been a beast. It, yeah, he's certainly in very good form this year. Papali's solid and he's he's still um, one of the better players Raiders got. But yeah, Tarpany the last last few weeks is um, he's been on fire. So. All right, State of Origin, game one. Smokes, you, you Queensland's bloody one. 
in a very tight, well, not so tight, but, you know, got to the last 30 seconds or so, and I thought we were really in for a chance there. Yeah. All right, yeah, so so give us your little highlights. All right, so, yeah, no, look, I thought it was a fantastic game of football. The intensity right from the beginning was just through the roof. Like, they actually showed up a stat on Channel 9. They have some, um, I don't know, intensity tracker or whatever. I don't know, the... the, the the um the metrics they use behind it, but they 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 said that the average in an NRL game this year is eighty five meters per minute, whereas this game was at one hundred and twenty meters a minute. So it shows straight up the intensity levels were just through the roof. In the end, um, I thought the key moment in that game was when um uh, when they brought Pat Carrigan on uh, and Lindsay Collins. Those two just um they 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 just lifted the the tempo of the Queenslanders. Um, and, and they, they just carried that forward pack forward. Uh, Cameron Munster was just unbelievable in the second half. I thought, um, I thought Valentine Holmes came up with some unbelievable plays defensively in particular. Uh, I wasn't, I mean, I knew he was quick. I wasn't aware he was as quick as that though. He'd be, he'd be in the top five to 10 players in terms of speed, I reckon in the comp based on what he showed last night. He's ultra quick. Uh, and yeah, just, um... Uh, yeah, I thought I thought Cherry Evans as well. He he struggled in the first half, but he came good in the second half. And and in the end, I think it was a very thoroughly deserved win by Queensland. Uh, it was hard to fault. Uh, some of those guys just had unbelievable games for, on their debuts. Like I said, Pat Carrigan was unbelievable. Ruben Cotter made over fifty tackles, played eighty minutes. Uh, yeah, just a really really strong effort uh, against a, a New South Wales team who who played pretty well themselves. Uh, Phantom. Oh well, thanks for your summary there. That was just wonderful. Oh, that, that's great. Um, you know, did, did... <laughs> that's very low energy compared to what I oh, thought I'm, you'd be I'm like. I'm dusty as fucking <laughs> rough. <laughs> I was at the game and it was like it was intense as far as the the hit ups and you, you. I haven't been to a game in ages. Actually, the last game I went to was the um, the Roosters Raiders Grand Final, <clears throat> and the <laughs> it was um, it was like solid intense you forget how hard the hits are and particularly for origin like it was you could you kind of feel it in the crowd the atmosphere was sick it was yeah it wasn't game like no one walked away like disappointed you lost but not disappointed in in the game at the end of the day the real winner was rugby league oh what about that eh the old cliche there but you know it's there wasn't that much to pull away from it all. It was pretty solid. I hate Cameron Munster. I hope someone breaks his kneecaps in the next couple of weeks. I honestly, I think it's if we, in order for New South Wales to win this series, I feel that Cameron Munster, it, you just got to shut him down. He either needs to have a bad game or you need to shut him down. He's so unpredictable he's, though. He's, like... he's, he's going, he's going beast mode. Yeah. He's off the booze and he's f-ing killing it at the yeah, moment. So the, you know the thing with him too is that. In the past, he's generally played really well for Queensland, and with the Storm, he ha- like he's good, uh, but he hasn't had to be as brilliant because they've always had like Cameron Smith and Billy Slater and those guys there as well. This year, though, his form at at, at club level with the Storm is the best it's ever been, uh, which just means he's just going to that next level of origin. And he was second half; he came up with some huge plays. That he came up with a line break, which then a couple of plays later led to the Cherry Evans try. Uh, the one-on-one steal on Crichton late in the game. Yeah. And then he, when he did the big Hulk flex after he did it. And, um, uh, he came up with a couple of really good defensive plays like that. And, yeah, he was great. Um, I thought uh, 
So on Cobbo and Dabu, he did really good to pick up that bouncing ball and get the grubber kick back in. That was um, that was really skillful play by by a rookie. Uh, and look, Queensland had to deal with a bit with obviously Xavier Coates going off after about twenty odd minutes with the injury. So Capel had to shift out to the centres, and he did a, a really good job defensively uh, for Queensland. And uh, yeah, I, it's hard to fault uh, many players from either team. I, I, I guess. Um, I guess if when you're looking at changes for the Blues, what do you think they will do? From New South Wales fans, what do you think they need to change? I've got a slightly different view with the game. I think um, in, it links into this who they should change. I reckon there was a you know a lot of players that weren't playing at their best. Like no one played really badly, but I think there were a lot of players that sort of were sort of not what you'd probably expect. You know, you had uh, Campbell Gillard. He his meters are really down in the game. That's probably a reflection of the the game, how it was going. But, you know, in terms of changes, I'd think they're going to stick with Whiten in the centres now. So I think that means... I think they should. He was your best player, I think. He was easily the best player. Um, I reckon if Staggs is um, not injured. So I think they said it was a call because it wasn't as bad as first four. They still haven't confirmed if he's out. Look, I don't think he'll play for Brisbane this week, but I think that would be the only game he would miss if he misses any. So... I think if he can play in the other centre, you you put in someone like Nico Hines on the bench. I yep. think he. I think in the situation at the back end of that game, Nico Hines might have made a difference. Mm. Crichton wasn't able to 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 have that impact. I, I don't. To be perfectly honest, I don't even see how he's that sort of um, could be that spark. They were talking about he's a bit of an X factor. He's a pretty. He's a great player, but I don't think someone like a Hines he could slot in at centre, but he could then come in field. And mm. I think he could have made a big difference in that last 10 minutes, yeah. um, taking a bit of pressure off Cleary as well. Because Cleary point. was... It's a good point. He was really struggling. Of, well, you think um, Queensland got a lot of impact when Harry Grant came on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And look, yeah. Ben Hunt was... Look, in that first 20-odd minutes when Ben Hunt was on, Queensland, that was the stage of the game where Queensland were doing a lot of defence. So I think he was taken off at that stage because he was gassed and he needed a break. But when he came back on in the back end of the game... He was also effective as well because he was. He made a break late in the game that sort of got Queensland out of trouble as well. So they had a bit yeah. more X factor off the bench. And, and, and so, look, for me, and I, I, he was close to me in the national. He was Pat Carrigan coming off the bench. I mean, the yeah, he was he, he was crazy good. That he's been so good for the Broncos, but he was he was probably nearly one of the best players in the field last night. Yeah, I, I, I had him in the he top was, two or three players. Yeah, um, but other. That's yeah, right. I understand why they put um, Crichton in the squad to kind of fill the gaps if anyone got yeah. injured. But I just don't know if he can actually think that way now. It's, you know, no. you're better off having Nico Hines. I don't think Crichton should be there. Mm. And I'm not sold on Campbell Gillard. Like, I know he's, don't get me wrong, he's, he's all right. But should he have been there instead of Travojevic? You know, you know a prop that that I everyone seems to rave about him. I just don't necessarily see it as Junior Paulo. I'm sorry, I don't. Oh, I, don't I, see I reckon it. he's a beast, man. Yeah, but you know, he, you look at his stats last night, he did nothing. I think with Paulo, um, the biggest thing with him, he ends up um, doing a bit of ball playing as well, which is probably he probably just needed to um, run the ball. So he'll yeah. he'll do that thing, you know, that run and pass. He'll do that a lot, but you know, he probably needed the to just get the meters and just that traditional prop role where just you know trying to make some ground. So um, yeah, I would say someone like him as well could be under pressure. He, for me, he epitomises his club, Parramatta, very well. Is in great front runner, but fall behind, 
Not much good. Uh, I think Tarek Sims is gone. I think he, yeah, was, picked, I think he so. was picked out of loyalty from last year. He did not have a very good game. I think he'll be gone. How, how you could have picked him over Jake Trebojevic, I do not understand. Because Jake Trebojevic, I would imagine he would be a huge, um, uh, hugely important for team morale during the week at training. He'd be that sort of character. Yep, and, and he's... Hear the way he talks yep. and uh, post-interview and, like, he... He's a guy, he gives a shit. Like, he really does. I've, I've still, that's the one thing I don't understand why he didn't get picked. I was pretty happy with all the other selections. It's just Trevojevic, I think he, he, sh- he should have been picked. He'll, he'll come in and I think Tarek Sims will go out. I guess, um, I don't think New South Wales were terrible, but I do agree with you. There were a few guys who were off. But one thing I sort of noticed as well, when you looked at the stats afterwards, and I sort of looked, felt this during the game as well, New South Wales were using their back five to do a lot of their metre gainage, right? Their wingers and their centres and, and Tedesco. And you look at their stats, like a few of them made over 200 metres. They made a lot of ground. It almost felt to me like it was a bit of a tactic. I think, oh, if we use our backs to do a lot of our metres early, then our forwards will have energy to get over the top of the Queensland forwards in the back end of the game. But it didn't happen. I mean, the Queensland forwards were just super fit. Well, that's why I think he picked Tupo. Like, Tupo, the last couple of years does like an average of 180 mm. metres a game and at least half of them are post-contact. Like that's no, and he was, he was pretty good last night. I don't think he did any anything bad. I don't. I think I think your back five are all pretty strong, actually. I mean, Staggs, I think, was the only one who didn't get 100 metres, but he went off 30 minutes before the end injured. So if he stays on, he, yeah. I think he would have very well gone past the 100 metres as well. So... He looked dangerous too, Stags. Before he in that first half, he was um, he was well. He, he made he made one one run that was mm. quite good down, and you know he sort of yeah yeah he looked he looked like likely to to create oh, something. So I definitely. think he was he's, he was he's really good. He's always dangerous. He's always yeah. dangerous. What yeah. what Queensland did well though, they made sure he was they were on him pretty quickly to to try and because you can't completely nullify guys like that, but you can take away their time at least. Um, something Queensland did very well too in terms of taking away time. They were up in Cleary's face. Every time he was kicking the ball, they put a lot of pressure on him. So who got injured from this game? Because I know there was a few, right? Well, the, the, Xavier Coates is the big one. Look, he's likely to be out for the rest of the series. I mean, he injured it. He's got syndesmosis, I think, in his, uh, in his ankle. So he's likely to be out for the rest of the series. A couple of other guys got got knocks that, are, that is probably going to keep them from playing this week. But I don't know if it's going to affect them for future Origin matches. Um, like Jeremiah Nanai, I mean, he looked like he was gone for all money when he got injured, but he actually came back on and finished the game. Um, but I think they've suggested he won't play for the Cowboys this weekend. And uh, the Broncos, they're likely going to be without Stags and possibly Payne Huss because he's also got a bit of a shoulder problem. So bumps and bruises for a lot of players, I think. It's probably that typical sort of origin sort of thing where they, you know, it's hard. It's going to be hard. It's, I mean, Haas already had an injury sort of going in. He's been managing mm. that shoulder thing. So, yep. yeah, he, he was always going to feel the feel pretty sore afterwards, I think. I thought he was pretty strong for New South Wales as well. Uh, he but, made uh, quite what, a few metres. But I'd also like to mention, far out, I hope Tedesco gets a new pair of shorts for the next game because that was just... Watching, watching, watching his sort of naked butt on the screen for like it took up half the game, right? Every time you saw him, he had his I pants down. I don't, I don't know. I did notice it, that. To, towards the end of the game, I said to my wife, I said, like, surely he's doing this on purpose. He's just trying to get a modeling, doing some sort of thing after footy or something, he's setting himself up because this was all these club I mean, games, they, they always fall down in all these yeah. top games. What is going on with that? Just. 
Yeah, figure it out. Some bike shorts or something. He, he's, he plays the roosters. He doesn't have a big enough dick to hold his pants up, obviously. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Phantom joins and then we all just shit on the roosters, don't we? Oh, no, we shit on him when he's not here too. Yeah, we do. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Just wait. You just uh, wait. And uh, what's his name? The coach, Billy Slater. His yeah, first time coaching was, um, and they win. Yeah. So he's so, he's a still a dickhead. I, I mean, I watched the press yeah, conferences right. afterwards. He was pretty impressive. He was just... Um, you tell he was just very proud of the way they played and the way they defended. And, and another thing, I guess, Queensland scramble defence was really good. A few times New South Wales looked dangerous. There was always someone there to sort of come across and and cover it. Val Holmes was really good with that. Um, I think Cameron Munster did a couple of great things there as well. So, uh, But, no, he was immensely proud of them. And uh, I think they asked him about who's going to replace Xavier Coates. And he said, look, the the two Cowboys players who are named in the extended squad have probably got the probably the front runners for it. Um, Hamaso, Tabuai, Fido, and uh, what's the other guys on Talagai? I think uh, Murray Talagai. Uh, so they're the front runners, and that's fair enough. Uh, and Freddie, um, I think it was a little bit passive aggressive from him. If I'm being perfectly honest, I think he was acting a bit like a sore loser. Clearly trying to suggest that um, uh, Queensland were holding down in the tackle and getting an unfair advantage in the play of the ball. Uh, Freddie, sometimes Freddie's got to... Wasn't too, um, too impressed, was no, he? No, he wasn't. Sometimes you just got to suck it up. Well, you know what? He's trying to suggest that uh, actually Klein wasn't penalising. Well, I looked at the stats after the game. The penalty count was only 4-3 in favour of Queensland, but ruck infringements was 4-1 in favour of New South Wales. So he was penal- he was penalising us when, when we held down by giving six again restarts. So sometimes, Freddie's done that a couple of times after losses. Like, he does it very subtly, like almost, as I said, in a passive-aggressive way. I think sometimes you just got to suck it up. Oh, that's actually, that's one thing as well, and he he, he conveniently just said that he didn't see it. Um, the first tackle of the game, oh, let's get real. Let's get real with Isaiah. Isaiah, you know, if that was a club game, he is straight off. Greg Alexander came on 360 tonight and said that he should He feels as though he should have been taken off. I saw that, and... I'm sorry, but if that was a club game, he is straight off. And and questions need to be asked of the the independent doctor in the bunker and the, the whoever the New South Wales doctor is who didn't get him off. Because uh, that was just, I'm sorry, he, he got up and he was stumbling. All right. Well, at the end of round 13, Smokes did all right. Four out of five tips. Yeah. Phantom and myself got three out of five. And the principal, oh, Raiders only, mate, one out of five. That was a shocker. It was always going to be a long shot. Well, we did say it was going to be a make or break round because we had all the opposite tips. Oh, that's poor. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe the the Roosters screwed me. Fucking Roosters. (laughs) Yeah, I know you would have had a perfect round. I mean, it would have been a small round. You picked the Roosters. I told you last week. Why would you pick? Raiders are specials on that. I just didn't... Oh, seriously... Whatever. Season-wide, Smokes is still in the lead, mate. 74 out of 101. Then I'm 68, then Phantom's 67, then Principal 64. Uh, so, you know, still still powering ahead. Good on you, Smokes. That's it. Uh, power rankings. I think the the, uh, the newsroom over in Fox Studios was just overwhelmed with State of Origin because I could not for I, life I find this power today, rankings too. thing. I couldn't find it. They, they might not have done it because it was only a half it. round, too. They might have I'll, I'll, I'll do no the power rankings five. this week myself. Oh, All right, okay, coming, yeah, in, yeah. coming in at number one. The Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders. Wow. I coming did not see two. that coming. Did anyone else see just, that coming? <laughs> I'm going to rank uh, the Broncos. They're a, probably a clear six. 
And um, Roosters after their pathetic performance and Tedesco focusing on his post career (laughs) job. His post career arse modelling. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're coming in at number 15. Only, but no, I'll, I'll, I'll give the them 14. They're 14 purely because the Warriors and Dogs are pretty bad. Worse than Just remember this moment. Remember this moment <laughs> in around about... Oh, how many rounds we got to go? About 15 2023? rounds 2023? 2023? Yeah, 22. You're not even going to make the eight. You're Ooh. gone. Oh, it's yeah. on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Them's, All right. them's fighting words. All right. Well, we couldn't find the power rankings, like I said, but uh, uh, thank you, Principal, for providing your totally unbiased uh, <laughs> rankings. I, I, we'll move on to some new I stories. I agree with one of his power rankings. <laughs> All right, well, that's great. Uh, we'll move on to some the, new stories the, here. Number one? No, it'd be the number 14, <laughs> but that's okay. All right. Uh, the Tigers slam Gus's walkout claims as Bulldogs boss accused of plotting to disrupt coaching market. Yeah, this one's sort of off the back of, I probably should have put the other story first, with obviously um, Madge Maguire. The Tigers have finally pulled the trigger and he's gone, which we sort of predicted was um, was on the cards um, last week when we were recording. Uh, and this is sort of about, well, on the 100% footy program that um, Gus and a few others are on on Channel 9, he... Um, he sort of suggested that, um, this is before the sacking, that if he gets sacked, there's about six players who will walk out the door with him because they love being coached by him and, and whatnot. And the Tigers are trying to hose it down, saying that we're not concerned about that. We don't think that's going to happen. And they're sort of accusing Gus of trying to stir the pot a bit with regards to player movements and things like that. So I don't think Gus Gould should have a job in the media, if he is the general manager of a team. Like, Ben Iken walked away from it because he's too biased. He's got... There's ulterior motives in almost everything f***ing Gus Gould Yeah, says. he's using it to influence... It, it's 100% what he's doing. He's using the the show he does on Channel 9 and all these other media things to sort of, to yeah, influence it and create his sort of narrative of what he wants. And, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty poor, really, but... It's why I don't watch Channel 9. I'll give you the hot tip, right? I suggested this about a month ago, and you guys said you didn't really see it happening. I think he is absolutely putting the pieces in place for Brad Fittler to be the coach of the Bulldogs next year. Yeah. Nah. But he can't do set of origin and... I think I think the whole... Yeah, and this will be Freddie's last year of coaching origin. I, I'm, I reckon this is all a, a set-up to get rid of Barrett so he can bring Freddie in. Yep, I, I wouldn't I'm be surprised. Calling it, and I and you know he will be protected for as long as Phil Gould is there, regardless of results, regardless of performance on the field, any of that, he'll be protected. I'm calling it. And I said it a few weeks ago. I'm now feeling more and more confident that is what's going to happen because they've basically hosed down Shane Flanagan and said he's not going to be coaching them. Yeah, I think so. I think the longer it goes on, that they're not talking about. You know, Gould the other day he said, "Oh, I haven't even had any applicants." Or whatever, yeah. and you know, yeah. come on, Which is Flanagan basically. Flanagan, Flanagan said really that he wanted that job, shit. yeah, and he'd be a perfect fit. Like we said, like you know, it's not mm. just us. A lot of people have said that, and um, yeah. So the longer it goes on, you just feel like this will pop back up after Origin, and you know, mm. wouldn't surprise me. All right, moving on to our next story uh, and related. Uh, things haven't improved. Sheen's explains Maguire's sacking. What Tigers want for the next coach? I thought 
Tim Sheen's interview really well with this and was just was straight down the line yeah, I liked saying yeah. we we didn't we're results driven, we're mm. not winning games. We got rid of the coach. Yep. But that's that's just the way it is. Yeah, no, I and think he was I good. Think if you start as soon as you start to be like, Oh, he, he left on his terms, you know, a couple of things weren't working, but you know, we mm. you know, we had to look at this, this, this and we're going down this path where he's just gone, We weren't winning football games. Mm. Mm. So. Yeah, I, I I agree, um, and I think um, you know, and and yeah, he 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 didn't like um, shoot him down as a coach. He said, "Look, he's a good coach." He said, "I've been in this position before as well. Sometimes it just doesn't work." Um, the fact is, he's been here long enough. The team has not improved. It's time to do something different. And, and when he was um, when he was questioned about whether um, Madge wasn't given um, the, the the final say on recruitment decisions and stuff. He said that's absolute rubbish. He said he is involved in every recruitment made since he has been here, and he signed off on every recruitment. So that's rubbish, uh, and I won't be having any of that. So he was, yeah, I agree. He was good. He was strong to the point. Uh, now they've got to get it right though, because they've they've burnt through so many coaches in the last sort of well since him, since he, um, since he himself got punted. I mean, they've burnt through so many coaches, like five or six in the last ten years. Kamali's the interim at the moment. He's the interim. Look, the sounds of it is they're going to try and go for that Penrith uh, fellow. Serraldo. Serraldo. Because yeah. uh, they've sort of suggested that they want a development, developmental coach. And and that's... I mean, I don't know, I don't know enough about this guy, but apparently that's sort of his wheelhouse. He, he's really good at working with younger players and developing them up and bringing them up to grade. So it sounds... But the thing is, you know, Shane Flanagan's good at that too. I mean, he, he took... He, took over the Sharks when they were 14th. And within five or six years, they won the Premiership. And he won it with, in my opinion, the weakest... I think they were the weakest Premiership winning team of the last 15 years. But he won them the Premiership still. Like, that's a strong effort from a coach, so... Tough for everyone. Warriors sack, uh, who's his name? Nathan Brown, and has a replacement revealed. Oh, it was two coaches in one day. I, I can't remember that ever happening. And three coaches in the last month. That's, uh, yeah, that, as we said, the coaching merry-go-round, it's, it's in full swing now. And I loved what Nathan Brown said in his interview, when he was interviewed by 360. He just, he said, look, my daughters didn't want to move over, over to New Zealand, so that's the end of my coaching career. Uh, and, and, and when they asked, oh, so you're going to end up at the Tigers or the Dogs? He said, no, I, I told the Warriors that I'm not going to pop up at any other club as a head coach. I'm, I'm going to do, a di- like, I'm going to work with football teams, but in different roles. I think that's... You know, it was very admirable of him. I think there's only so much he can take as well. Like, he had the, the shit stint with the Dragons. I know he did some good stuff over overseas, but then to come back, there was the Knights, then, then the, the Warriors. The team over just, in, it's in time. the UK that he coached that were near the bottom, and he got them up to a, a strong... Yeah, so he's, he's probably, he's probably sick of doing that, because that's got to take a lot out of you mentally, I reckon. I always having to go to these bottom teams and try and build them up, because that's a lot of patience and a lot of hard work and... You know, so and look, he's he's probably now realised that he's you know he's coached for twenty years. He's at a point where he's like, no, I'd rather do something a little bit less stressful and just offer some, you know, do some consulting work for for clubs and stuff. I think that that's that'd be great for him. I think he he would have a real talent for that. Okay, and then the last one I've got here is rival reportedly set sight on Huss with huge swap deal floated. Yeah, I I just. I just put this one in there because I thought it was a bit interesting. There's been some rumours now, because obviously with the Payne Huss, you know, will he stay, won't he stay, blah, blah, blah. Bit of a rumour now that, you know, because Melbourne are losing 
I think four or five players from their forward pack next year, so they're keen to get a forward. And Cameron Munster's uh, hasn't been re-signed. There's there's talks of a potential swap deal. I just thought that was a rather interesting sort of sort of story to sort of. And I, I don't know what do you guys think of that? Do you think it'd be a good move by both clubs, or or do you think there's any chance of it happening? I think it'd be a disaster for Melbourne to lose Munster for a forward they're going to have to pay a lot of money for. It doesn't really seem like a Melbourne thing to do because, you know, in the forwards, they've typically always found good value in what who they've had and they've brought players through. So, you know, if Haas wants whatever, you know, he's saying a million dollars or whatever it was, seems very unlike Melbourne, really, and especially to, you know, to lose someone like... To lose that Munster, they can't because they can't. They can't even sign Munster for a million, so there's no way yeah. they're going to put Haas on. Yeah, I think it's it's a bit strange. Well, it, it would it would depend what they could sign Haas for, I guess. But it's an interesting one because I guess Melbourne are pretty well set with the rest of their spine positions, other than securing Munster. But they have lost a lot of forwards, so it's 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 interesting to see if that'll go anywhere. Look, I and look as a Broncos fan, I'd love to have Cameron Munster, but at the same time. The last two matches we played without Reynolds, we had a young fella named Ezra Mam who played some pretty damn good football. And do you really sacrifice a twenty-year-old for a bloke who is at the at the back end of his career? I mean, he's what? What is he about? Twenty-eight, twenty-nine years old, Munster. I mean, he's getting towards the back end of his career. Um, yeah, but I just thought it was a very interesting sort of um, rumor that started to circulate. Anyway, Haas will end up at the Roosters. Oh, he, I don't sure. know if he, he will. Like, I if we get rid, sure of it. if Hargrave if Hargraves leaves, yeah, probably. But I've got a feeling that Huss is going to rock up at just one of those Sydney clubs that has a lot of money, like Tigers or something like that. Money to spend. It's, it's it such a, give him dumb money. It's such a confusing way because Huss is saying it's not about money, but it is obviously part of it's motivated by money. But then he's saying, "I want guarantees that the the Broncos will can like make the top four. But it's like, what? No one who makes the top four is going to sign a prop for a million dollars because that that then would prevent them from making the top four because they don't have money to spend on the key positions. So, yeah, I think he's been so poorly managed. But anyway, well, I I, th- I think I think you yeah. might be right. We've, we've spoken a lot about this I think, last I think week. Principles, right? I think Coda Nasser and, and Sonny Bill Williams is in his ear, and that's not yep. not what he needs to be hearing. Not helping. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. helping. All right, uh, super coach update. Yeah. Well, well we lost, but that's because I think we had like maybe three players playing because they're all playing Origin. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I, I didn't. I didn't. I thought we. I thought we said we would have yeah, changed I, that I, last I, week. I'm sure I we went did. in to do it, but the Cowboys game had just kicked off by the time I went to do it, so it was locked. And then I thought, oh, I'll look at it after. I'll look at it tomorrow and do other. And I just forgot about it. So I don't think yeah. we lost by a lot, right. but you know that's right. We'll be back. Our players are back this week. We'll be sweet. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, all right, on to our beer bets. Uh, Phantom, in your absence, you've gained four beers because you were on zero at one We've point. We've been very kind, I, I feel, the last few weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, fucking heap fucking kind. <laughs> you would have been on negative beers. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. All right, uh, do anyone have a beer bet for me for this week? And here's the fixture for next yeah. week. Roosters are going to lose by 20 against Melbourne. I'm going to pour the right. pain on. Uh I'll take that one too. How many beers is on it? No, oh, I'm going to do four to give Phantom a fighting That's chance the spirit. That's to get the some spirit. beers back. Yeah, I'll take it. I think Melbourne will win, but Roosters might put up a bit of a fight. Uh, what have, uh, what have you right. got, Phantom? You haven't had a bet for a while. Like, of your own bets. 
<laughs> Raiders to lose. I'm taking it. 16 plus. I'm taking it. Yeah. 16 plus, I'll take it, yeah. definitely. I could see that. Oh, geez. No we way. We play well to beat them at the moment by that much, but yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a really close game. But definitely not 16. I will say that Dragons upset the Cowboys. Ooh, that's a good one. I'll take that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I don't believe it will happen. It's just I've got to do something crazy, right? So, yeah, Dragons upset the Cowboys and... I'll put... What's everyone else doing? Four beers? Yeah, four. Yeah, yeah let's just do four. Why not? Um, principal, push-up challenge. You were saying earlier today you're a bit shattered. Yes, 220 push-ups today, and I did them very late today, this afternoon. It was um, a punish, but we got there. Phantom, how are you going with yours? I think you've been doing extra. I have been. I tried to be a hero at the start of the month and said I'd pretty well do double, and I'm... Not quite there, but I'm almost there. So I've done about 1,200 so far. Today was the day I didn't do any extra, though, because I am dusty as all shit. And doing more than 220 push-ups while feeling like shit was just on the top of my to-do list. Why are you dusty? What happened? I got pissed last night. Oh, did you? Where did you get pissed at? Yeah, the game. Oh, wow. So lucky. You said you went there. Yeah, I'm just being a smart I mean, yeah, it was good. Right, you had right. a good view of Queensland kicking your ass. It was fantastic. I met Jake Friend. I, I fucking fangled like a fucking... A Queenslander too, by the way. Yep. Yeah, I was just standing there talking to one of the guys, and he was just there in front of me. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Jake Friend. And then I, I, You sent that photo, and I'm like, I don't know who this person is. I but fangirled. Okay. Like I, did, I just went, hi, I'm a huge Roosters fan. Can I get a photo with you? You fucking queer. And then, you know, he goes... Oh, he goes, oh, I don't meet too many Roosters fans. Well, there's not a lot of us out there. No. <laughs> Is that what he said? He doesn't meet too many Roosters Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Oh, he seems like an all right bloke, friendy. Uh, Smokes, that thing you put on the Facebook page, I'm like, oh, my God, Smokes, you'll be the first one of us to be like that old man who's just sending terrible memes about oh, things. Gr- that's a great, but, um... I tell you, I love the artwork, regardless of the content of it. It's a great, great artwork. I'm sure there's one out there of the cockroach doing the same to the... The cane toad as well. But, yeah, I'm um, sure there but is. But if anyone wants to check it out, just go to Pub Talk Rugby League Podcast Facebook page and you can check out that and much other content. Oh, my God, like a professional. Or you, or you, just, or you could just Google it. You could Google it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know but what it is. why not go and support the page? All right, on to round 14's uh, games. I can't believe we're back to a full round already. Uh, Cowboys and Dragons. Let's start with Phantom since you're here today. Cowboys. Uh, Smokes? Yeah, Cowboys. Principal. Cowboys. I'm just copying Smoke's tips this week because um, <laughs> I feel like I'm like going Cowboys as well then. <laughs> I don't even need the way oh, uh, bookies Just think. copy and paste. Uh, all right. Titans, Rabbitohs, Smoke. Yeah, Rabbitohs too strong for me. Rabbitohs. Okay. Principal. Rabbitohs. Phantom. Titans. Ooh, the upset. Really? Yeah, but he's a Roosters fan. He doesn't like the Rabbitohs. Yeah, all right. I guess I'm Rabbitohs then because if... Just doesn't like many gone. teams. You know, the Roosters supporters. Right. Yet the team he likes is so badly disliked by many. I hate every, every other team. Yeah. Mm. Just, just, just I'm goes against the grain. True one, I'm a true one-eyed fan. I'm not like a little fence sitter like the principal. Ooh, they're my second favourite team. one-eyed something shit. anyway. 
Uh, I'm going the Storm for the Rooster Storm. Uh, Principal, what do you uh, got? Easily the Storm. I guess you have to storm go Storm. by lots. No, yeah. Plenty. Is fucking easy. Oh, look at you. Because <laughs> they're, <my, laughs> they're my fourth favourite team, so I'm going to go for them. <laughs> they just goes they're probably the my... Uh, probably second favourite team this week. Eight, eighth favourite team. Yeah, second favourite team yeah, this week. Yeah. But you're like, how old are you? Like, six? <laughs> Uh, I'm tipping the. I'm I feel like tipping you guys the, probably had the same conversation since I'm you were I'm tipping six. the storm, by the way. Yep. And Phantom, I'm going to guess Roosters. Roosters. By about a million points. <laughs> a million? Yeah. Can that be your beer bet? Uh, Broncos, Raiders. I'll start with Phantom. Broncos. By about a uh, million and two points. See, see, and here's the funny thing he has to tip us because he hates them more. <laughs> yes. This is, it's true. All right. Well, I'm going to assume Smokes is going to go the Broncos. Look, I'm giving the Broncos the same face here so that he doesn't have a victory over both of us because that would be insufferable. Right. Raiders uh, by I'm plenty. I'm going Broncos as well. Specials this week going by Raiders. plenty. Specials. No Rapana, mate. No Rapana. Put a number on it. Come on. He, had his, he, had his cra- he, he took his cranky pills again before the Roosters game. Jeez. Oh, yeah, no, no stags, no pass. I've done 13 plus. I've put 13 plus already on it, so... Uh, West Tigers, Sea Eagles, Smokes. Uh, Manly, Tigers are a shambles. Yep. Uh, Principal? Copy and paste Smokes' tips for the rest of them, but Manly. Yep, so I figured. Fan of? Tigers. All right, I'm just going to paste mine <laughs> and then I'll copy any, yours. Any, any time a team gets their coach punted, you, they usually come out firing except, except for the, for the dogs. Bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> <Except> yeah. <for> <laughs> <those>. <laughs> All right, Panthers, Knights. I think it's just going to be another copy and paste job, Smokes. Principal? Yep, same. Mm. Penrith? <laughs> You're a fucking lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to tip Penrith, but he knows they're going to win. Odds are not in your favour, mate. I mean, sure. I just tip the Knights, you pussy. Big game. Yeah, we just go the Knights. <laughs> <laughs> All right. New Zealand Warriors versus the Sharks. I feel like another <laughs> one-sided mm. game here. Yeah, Smokes. I'm on the Sharkies. Sharkies, probably fourth favourite team at the uh, moment, just for your... Sharks. <laughs> Phantom? Sharks. Where is this? This is in... Uh, okay, this is in Queensland. Sharks. And then the Bulldogs and the Eels. Do I really need to ask? Oh, like, I'm on the Eels because they're about my 15th favourite team, so, you know. <laughs> Mate, there's only 16 teams in the exactly. bloody comp, so... Who's your 16th? <laughs> I don't know. Roosters. No. Who is your most hated oh. team in the comp? You know what? It, it changes. Depends who's going really well. So maybe Penrith at the moment. They're arrogant pricks too, Penrith. You've hated, you've hated Melbourne for a long time. I've hated well. Melbourne for a long time. But Melbourne, I, mean. I need Cameron Munster to stay fit until the Origin Series is over. Then he can get injured. All right. Principal? Yeah, probably my 12th favourite team, the Eels. <laughs> Phantom. Eels. <laughs> And I'm on the Eels as well. Oh, my God, look at that. We've finished in record time. This is nice. great. Uh, all right. Thank you, everyone. That brings us to the end of this episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. As Smokes perfectly mentioned, you can find us on Facebook. That's the Facebook group Pub Talk Rugby League Podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. This is definitely my 40th favourite episode of this podcast. <laughs> Whoever thought we'd be able to say 40th of anything?